Ace Podcast. Weird. Mark song? Halloween! It's not Halloween yet! It's not? No! Isn't this the Halloween episode? No. Why not? Because this is the Friday before. Monday will be our Halloween oh, episode. Oh man, I was getting excited. Because Halloween's not well, until that's okay. Wednesday. That's okay, because I brought up a very good point we need to talk about. Did you really? What is Don't it? Don't miss the next podcast. It's the special Halloween edition. Yeah. So it wasn't so bad that I got it mixed up. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, by the way, I'm Aaron. You are not. Oh, I'm Craig. You are not. My I'm name is so Aaron. glad I'm not Aaron. <laughs> That's Craig. Craig. Hey, you're listening to the Weird News Podcast. It is so weird up in here. You know how weird it is? It's how so weird. weird. Why, would, why would anybody listen, Craig? What's the advantage because of listening to the Weird Podcast? Uh, yeah. Because we've got weird news that you can't get anywhere else. Well, that's not true. Uh, we got weird news that you, you... Because you watch the regular news and you get depressed. That's right. You watch the regular news, you get fake news. Yes. Here, you get exciting news that doesn't scare you. It makes you laugh. Oh, next episode's will. Well, the next one will. Yeah. As the, the aforementioned Yeah, we've got, uh, this, we got the super scary annual Halloween episode coming up on Monday. And we, um, we give you the news that you didn't know you needed to know about yeah and if you're listening to this podcast you don't have to watch the news and get all depressed and you, you drive down the befuddled. road you just drive down the road trying to loosen your load <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, seven care. different podcasts on your mind but only one you got to worry about and that's this one i got 99 podcasts and weird ain't one <laughs> what what better no, be one it is it's hey so one. let's get right into things you know what this means right what well, it means we start the show now we quit talking because we're really bad about the friday shows being talking blah 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 very tough but before we get started we do we got a review this week and that's what i was going to say we oh, need to okay, we need ahead. to get to a review that it's we, a beauty eh? it's a beauty eh? you gonna read it yeah, I'll read it. This one comes to us from a, a Canada, a, a Canadian listener. Oh, that's why we said A. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's, that's why I said beauty, eh? Uh, it's it's titled A Good Weird, and this comes from to us. About, they're not talking about Canada, right? From Hey Manhattan, up in Canada. And, Manhattan's uh, not in Canada. This is an iTunes uh, review. iTunes. <laughs> so, so uh, Hey Manhattan has been added to the prize pool. But he right. says, cannot believe how funny, smart, and witty these two guys are. Wait, what, what was it? Which wait? I don't which, know which what podcast, podcast was he listening, listening to. <laughs> I don't know which one that would be. <laughs> he says, cannot believe how funny, smart, and witty these two guys are. Listen up and subscribe now. Thank you, Hey Manhattan. This is why we like Canadians. Well, that's one of the reasons. They're just so friendly. And they got that maple leaf on their flag. They got maple syrup. They yes. Got, they got the beers. They, that's where ice hockey come from. They got, yeah, they got the mooses. Or is that meese? They got they got the Mounties. They got Bob and Doug McKenzie, eh? Beauty. They got Rush. Hey. But you know what they gave us? What? That they, we shouldn't have forgiven them for? <laughs> Atlantis Morissette. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Hey, I, saw, I, and I was going to say Loverboy, too. <laughs> Loverboy is another one. I watched a mini documentary on why everybody hates Nickelback. Uh-huh. There's good reason people hate Nickelback. There's a lot of reasons why. <laughs> yes. Starting with the the fact that they're horrible. Every song is the same. It literally is. And, and you can it's say layered, that. It, it's layered vocals. You, you can same say, thing. Growing up an REO Speedwagon fanatic, everybody said to me, well, all their songs sounded like. They I really was, don't, I though. was like, yeah, they've got the same vocals. they got the same guitars. No, so they're going to resemble. And I'm going to validate that. I'm not a I'm not a huge REO fan. You I should mean, be. I, no, I don't. I like them okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they've had one or two good songs. <laughs> but the thing is, um, but they don't they don't sound the same. No, their songs are, t- are, are very different. But Nickelback, no way. Every, Every song, song comes on, and it sounds like it's not, a formula. Not only does it sound like a certain made up genre, 
that you hear in a lot of bands from that era yeah. or from the 90s up to now. But it's, like you said, every one of their songs feels like I just heard, I couldn't yes. tell you. It's like the Harry Potter movies for me. I can't tell you which one was which. Yeah, they kind of blend together. They just go in my mind. It's all the same hey, thing. Hey, speaking of hating Nickelback, uh, we have a kind of a sister podcast called Two Dudes with Good News. With uh, that's funny because I don't remember seeing them at the family reunion. Well, they were there. They just uh, they were over, you know, talking. But uh, anyway, it's uh, it's Keith and Johnny, and Johnny is a new father. Had a child this week, and that I wanted must to have say been a complicated birth. <laughs> I wanted to say congratulations, Johnny. That's and great. it was funny because I was getting ready, getting into my car uh, to go somewhere, and this was Sunday. And Sunday, uh, Johnny just happened to drive by, roll down his window, and he said, "Hey, Aaron, I'm going to be a dad." His first time being a father? Uh, I think it is. I think so. So wow, congratulations, that's, that's Johnny. And Keith. I don't know why. Keith's just a co-host. If he's lucky like your parents, the baby doesn't grow much. <laughs> that's real funny. <laughs> no, don't you do it. <laughs> hey, wait, you don't go to game time until we do movie reviews, do you? Oh, I don't. But we're going to tonight. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's, it's game time, Did you apparently. see any movies? Uh, we're not talking about that right now. Oh. <laughs> so, we are going to play something kind of like Stump the Chump. Is that what we're calling it? Yep. You're Stump too the busy Chump over version there two. guzzling down your fizzy water. Yep. Oh, but we didn't mention we are not at the Leeberry Studios. No, we had Through a good a, run. We had, a, <laughs> we had a, a, some circumstances that came up that it was unavoidable. We had to uh, nix uh, Leeberry... And uh, come to the Annex. Yeah, we're at the Annex tonight, but which the annex, is very comfortable. As we've said before, the Annex is great because there's plenty of snacks. It's just it's just a fun Fizzy place. Fizzy water. And, and the parking is good. Parking's pretty easy. Yes, it's not. I mean, it is. You're yeah, right. Yeah, it's so, pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, anyway, here's how the game we're, works. We're going to play Stump the Chump. You're going to ask me three trivia questions from the 80s. Uh-huh. And if I answer all three, uh, somebody's going to win not only a touch bar for their computer, a light, an LED light bar that plugs into your USB port, and you just touch it to turn it on and off. They're also going to win. If I answer all three of them, Craig, they're going to win something from the Craig Underhill mystery box. It's going to be a, just a random 3D piece of junk that I printed. Not a piece of junk. You've never given me a piece of junk. Well, yeah, I but mean, I'm not giving what I mean is it's away. not going to be fun. It's not, probably not going to be functional. You know, it's probably it going to be. be. Some, of the, your, some of your prints are. Some, well, some. You know, it might be. A T one thousand robot or something? No, not no. really. No, it'll be it'll be. You know what? You don't know. That's the That's, fun. It's a mystery. It's a mystery prize. It's a mystery. Janelyn Prue got one, but she. I don't think she's received it yet because it's just gone out. Of, uh, let me say this right off the bat it, to the winner tonight: three to four weeks, three to four weeks shipping. <laughs> that's that's sad. You want to take over the shipping department? No, no you started this stuff. <laughs> three to four weeks standard. Okay, okay. Hit me with question number one. I'd like to hit you. So would Janelyn Brood. Poor okay. thing's been waiting on her prize for weeks. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. What was the name of Kevin's girlfriend on the television show Wonder Years? Oh, my gosh. I never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's the one that took place in the six, 70s, 60s? and uh, Something like that. So, so to pull the curtain back here a little bit, I told Aaron earlier, I said, hey, I'm going to make up my own 80s questions. They're going to be legitimate questions, but I'm going to make up my own questions tonight instead of going to a, a web page to get them. He said, no. <laughs> I said, okay, fine. <laughs> then I'll just ask you the questions I, I find. say it like that. He said, no. I, I can tell you right now, I don't know who Kevin is. I don't know. It was, it was um, oh, now I'm blanking on his name. Um. I, I know what he looks Savage, like. John, uh, yeah, Fred Savage. Fred Savage, yeah. But I've never seen an episode. That was during that came on during the time when we were never home, man. Back in the eighties. 
We were out. And these are 80s questions. Yeah, but they don't have to be 80s television questions. Do you want multiple choices? Okay, yeah, let's go that. But but I'm going to say this. Okay. It's not going to count. Oh, then forget it. I don't even want multiple. Just tell me. Okay, her name was Winnie. (laughs) Winnie? Yeah, like Winnie the Pooh. Winnie. (sighs) Okay, so somebody's not winning a mystery prize, but there's still a chance they could get the light bar. So go ahead. Okay. What was Tom Cruise's call signal in the movie Top Gun? I never. I, I hate that. I hate that movie. Wait a minute, Tom Cruise. Uh, wait a second, because I remember Ice. Tom Cruise was Maverick. Yes. Yes. I did just don't. Okay. Oh here. wow, Maverick. I'm okay. impressed. Okay. You just, you so just, you just got to get one more. And I do not like that movie. By by the way, I, I I don't really care for it. It's lame. You're lame. It's hokey, is what it is. You're hokey. Go ahead. Number I, three I'm, for the light bar. For the light bar. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you this one, but this is an actual question. How many exercise videos did Jane Fonda release in her career? Seven. No. <laughs> it's three. Three. That was but, my first. But, that was but the that wasn't the, qu- that wasn't the question for okay. this prize. All right. Um, let's see here. How uh, many did did, did uh, J- Simmons release? I, I don't have that question in front of me. I'm sorry. Okay. What was his name? Simmons, Richard, uh, Richard Simmons. Yeah. yeah, where is he? Richard Simmons. Uh, there's a whole, there's a podcast about I know. him. He's he's missing. Yeah. Um. Wow. I'm really just trying to find one. I'm trying to decide: do I, am I mean or am I nice about it? I have it at end. Twelve and a half, fifteen. Seven and a half, twenty dollar, two and a half, five and seven. Okay. And a half, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm deciding between the two. <laughs> just hit me. I'd like to. In what? Okay. I'm going to give you a bonus chance if you don't get this one. Okay, so somebody could still get the mystery prize. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, the light bar. No, you've but, only gotten one no, right. No, but if there's a bonus, that's the thing you, that'll you, that's be three you, answers. That's if you got off the, you've only gotten one right. Yeah, but you're about to ask me one, and then you're going to ask a bonus. Okay, you're going to play this way. Here we go. <laughs> in what year was Dirty Dancing released in the movie theaters? 1982. <laughs> It was 1987. I almost asked. I was way off. I almost asked you this question: What hairstyle was what, what hairstyle was synonymous with the 80s? Big hair, mall hair. Think of Roger. Think of Roger. Laugh, don't cry. <laughs> Think of Roger. The mullet will make you oh, cry. Oh, well, that Roger. <laughs> yeah. All right. So nobody won this time, thanks to Aaron and his oh, boo. smugness. My bad. Okay. And you know what? And I want to. I want this to go down as uh, the day that Craig tried his best to get you to win. That's and not I, true. I did. No, it's not. true. I tried, but but I am proud that you. Even though I'm not a big fan of the movie either, you came up with the Maverick. I mean, that was yeah. that was kind of out there. That's worth something. Anyhow, did okay. you want to know one of the other questions? I almost asked you, but no, I didn't. I'm not gonna save say, it for next week. No, I'm not going to ask you this question, and you'll know why in a minute. Oh, okay. The question was. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What colors were represented in the sections in a Trivial Pursuit game? Oh, my gosh. That's a seven-part answer. No, there's six. One, two, three, four. There's six. There, no, what were the colors? Yeah, but there's six parts to that answer. There are, yep, there's six colors. I remember yellow, blue, pink, green. Yellow, blue, pink, green. Um, Purple? Orange? Orange? Dude, you named them all but brown. Oh, brown. I forgot Pur- brown. Take purple and put brown in its place. Okay. Dude, I'm... I'm. You Look at the brains on Brad. 
whatever. Okay. Movie review time. It's our Friday episode. Well, it's time it's, for movie it's, reviews. It's, it's a short one because I watched part of I Don't Feel It. What's it called? I Don't, I don't Feel at Home in This World. I Don't Feel at Home in This World yeah. anymore. Uh, not family-friendly movie for no, sure. No, it's not a family-friendly um, movie. Why did you not finish it? Um, because I'm, I didn't. Well, I know. That's why I'm well, I, why. I had, we're, we're watching the TV show Grimm. I told you that. Yeah. Because we'd never seen it. We're getting into the show. We really like it. And so when I'm not watching episodes with Glenna, oh, I don't speak her name. No. We're not watching. She'll poke uh, you with a snake right. if you're not careful. Right. So if I'm not watching that, I'm watch. uh, I, I actually was waiting on her to finish some work or something. And I started watching that movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I got about halfway through it. I was going to watch it last night after she fell asleep. And then I was tired. You got to finish it. Do you want to finish it? Oh, yeah. I want to finish it. Do you remember? Okay. We'll talk about it. But I'm up to the part. I'm up to the part. And this isn't a spoiler for anybody. But when they... They go to retrieve something at the at the at the flea market type. The play. silverware. The silverware. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have and, they? Are they still there? And, and the guy that like? played the guy that played. Um, You're. This the, is where it gets good, man. The guy that played. Uh, he actually was in uh, one of the alien movies, and he played the big. I'm not going to say what his name is in the movie because it's not appropriate. But yeah. the the big bald guy who okay. was actually one of the one of the Jason Voorhees, one the late the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Yeah. He played Jason. He punches, knocks the guy's partial out of his mouth. The, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know so, where I'm at. Yes, yes. Um, so that's where I've gotten. And, and Has he, he gotten up yet? He got him put his teeth back in. But that's... No, that's that ta- That takes place in a parking lot. The, I mean... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm up to, that's where I okay, stopped. Okay, okay. She got that back. Yeah. Um, but the, the... So for people that don't know, the premise is that her house has been busted into... And, Cops want to help and, her. and she she just she's already, she's like a lot of us now. She's she's fed she's up. She's just she, no, she's just over the whole world. The people are rude. You people cutting in front she of her. She hates everybody. No, not not even hate. Just giving up on the people are just so. I feel that way a lot of times. Sure, you just go, man. People yeah. For just, example, it starts out with her walking in the grocery store, and a guy na- knocks a bag of chips off and just walks off and leaves and them in the walk, floor. Cuts in front of her. Yeah. And all this people other are cutting in front of her. And line. she's just you know anyway. So somebody breaks in her house. She she meets up with. Um, Elijah Wood, who's, yes. who's, who's always great. What about his character? Oh, he's great. Isn't it amazing? And um, it, it, it's yeah, it's 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 just certainly not family friendly. There's a lot of language yeah. stuff going on there. But yeah. but anyway, it's uh, it it's uh, I did enjoy it. I'm gonna finish it. I've just got to get to that point. Um, just got a lot going on. So okay, I want to mention two things. I didn't see any movies, but I, we did finish Castle Rock on Hulu. Someone is. She's in that. She is in that. Yeah, Castle Rock was good. I didn't approve of the ending, but there's a uh, series two coming soon, season number two. Uh, second thing I'd like to mention, I got one other after this. Second thing is Making a Murderer is yeah, back. I didn't, season like, I didn't two. care for the first one. I thought they I really were done. enjoyed I they it. Were done. No, they're back. Season two. Uh, and continue, it's good. Does this continue with the guy that's in prison or something? Like it can, continues with him in prison, but he's got that new uh, bulldog attorney, the the lady that gets. They're still trying to prove he didn't do this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She and she's doing a good job. Anyway, okay, number three. Um, These aren't movies, by the way. These are TV shows. I, t- I finished a book today. I want to review real quick. No, we're, this <laughs> this is you, this will only take a second. So far, I have named a movie. <laughs> you have named two TV, TV shows. shows and a book. Okay. You don't understand how movie reviews work. The, 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 this book was called. Um, it was called. Uh, okay, the scene you don't know what you read. You only live once. You only live once. Everybody knows that, um, unless you're a cat. And it was a, it was a, it's a story of a guy named uh, or a phoenix, James Flynn, who is insane, lives in a loony bin. But as a child, he had a lot of trauma, so he he 
escaped into the spy novels and television spy shows and movies. And he. So you're reading a book about a guy that goes into a book? He thinks he's James Bond. So he escapes the mental hospital and all kind of stuff happens. But it was so funny and so refreshing. First five-star book I've read this year. I read about a book a week. I don't know how you read so many books. So uh, I just wanted to, 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 to tell you that. Do you, read, you read that book in one week? Oh, I read that book in three days, yeah. Is it like what? It's uh, probably 300 400, pages. Three, four, like a regular novel? Yeah. Kind of, you know. yeah. Uh, wasn't too long. It was just, it was fun reading. It was hilarious. See, I can't. I've got two books here that I started reading, and they've been sitting there. I haven't picked them back up yet. But if I if I start reading a book, let's say it's a fiction or something, like yeah. when I was reading, this shows how long ago it's been, but let's say when I was reading Jurassic Park. Yeah. Or that, uh, mo- the, the, the the book that was great until the end, The Firm. Uh, yeah, really? Remember, remember, the, remember, the, oh, John, yeah, remember the, the, the John Grisham? Uh-huh. It was great until the end when he... At the end, of, did you read the firm? I did not. At the end of the book, it's like a kid that has to write ten thousand word essay, and he gets to the last ones, and he goes, "Ah, oh, then a meteor hit everybody, and everybody died." <laughs> it was like he got to the end of the book, and he just lost his energy. I'm he, not real big on legal procedures, except for uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Mock, Mockingbird. Yeah. Did you say Mock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but by the but, way, but when I read books, my point was when I read books, I can't sit and read them like people do. Like, oh, I sat up all night and read it. Oh, I can. I, I can. know. I it read. I read until I go. Okay, I've got to be done here. But if it, but if I like it, yeah, it'll call me back. I'll start getting drawn back. Like, I gotta go read that. Yeah. And I like it when I read books like that. Okay, one more thing but about that books. happen a whole lot. The Great American and Doctor, Read, and, and, and again, like Doctor Seuss, Cat yeah. in the Hat, stuff like that. You, it's hard to stretch those out. We got a lot of stories to get to. Well, you're talking about books right, the during great, a movie review. The Great American Read uh, finale was this week where they announced the winners. I don't know what that is? It's a PBS thing they do every year where where everybody gets online and votes for their favorite books in America. Everybody in America votes on their favorite so books. So you and one other person. And it used to be great, but this time my two favorite books, two or I'll say two of my all-time favorite books, mm-hmm. Don Quixote and Green Eggs and Ham. And P- Crime and Punishment were in the 60s. Hunger Games made it to the 30s. Harry Potter was in the, the top five. So I'm done with it. It's It holds no water for me. But uh, Kill a Mockingbird was number one. What if you put a plastic book cover over it? Would that hold any water? Okay. Are you Would ready, sir? We've got so much to get to. Well, we, had a, we had a lot to get to, and you went off on books during the movie review. Oh, don't get me started on books. You already did. You know what they say, reading is fun. Fundamental. Fundamental. <laughs> <clears throat> top story. Man arrested after. Uh, boy, I've already ruined it. I've already. I'm first one out of the gate. I'm already. <laughs> Way to go, Butterlips. Man, ar- <laughs> how'd you know they call me that? Man arrested after telling St. Augustine Mayor to kill herself. This is a story from Craig. You sent me this story, and I put it right in there top. I expect you to. All right. Authorities arrested a West Augustine man at a college symposium Thursday afternoon after he told the mayor to kill herself and then refused to leave, according to the St. John's or a St. John's County Sheriff's Office report. Didn't the Pet Shop Boys do a song called West Augustine Man? <clears throat> Cyrus Joseph... I'm just going to let that roll. J- Cyrus Joseph Bowie, David's younger brother, 41, <laughs> went to... Because he wasn't as famous, because you can't be famous with a name like... Cy- well, Billy Ray. Well, every family can only have one good brother, unless you're the Osmonds. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So My can- family's got Alan. I know. He's great. How's Alan doing? He's a good guy. <laughs> Cyrus Joseph Bowie, 41, went to an event at St. John's River State College featuring Mayor Nancy Shaver, according to the report, 
Witnesses said he told Shaver several times, uh, several times things such as "kill yourself" and "why don't you kill yourself." <laughs> That's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Security guards. Well, they had they wanted to make it sound like he said a lot of stuff, so they just changed the verb. Oh, okay. verbiage a little bit. Security guards asked Fake him news. to leave several times and tried to escort him out, but he pulled and pushed away. The report said college security. Pinned Bowie to the ground, Uh-oh. and a deputy arrived and took him to jail. He was booked on two charges of battery on an officer, firefighter, or EMT, and one charge of disorderly conduct, according to jail records. Bowie also had a note that said, why haven't you killed yourself? That's three, three different ways to say that mm-hmm. sentence. According to the report, the format of the note appears to be a speech the defendant intended to deliver during the event. <laughs> yeah, to write that said. down. <laughs> I got to make sure I don't forget one of these yeah. words. Why, Why haven't <laughs> you killed? Oh, who you was think, I going to say? Who think, was I going to say? You stayed up all night working on this speech. <laughs> hey, Marie, can I read this to you one more time? Listen, this Does this sound good? See if you like this. Does this sound good? Headline is, Students served chili with kangaroo meat for school lunch. Superintendent apologizes. Wait. We have Australian friends. We should have warned them before you read that. Australia might, but this was in Potter, Nebraska. But we don't treat our we don't treat their kangaroos like that. Well. They're national treasure, hey, mate. I just report the news, Craig. A school superintendent is apologizing after a school chef added an exotic meat to the chili he was serving up for lunch. So what's wrong with that? I'm sure people probably eat. It just seems to me like... I know they eat kangaroo. They have kangaroo steaks over there. I mean, it's... Well, you tie a kangaroo down. I mean, <laughs> you could you get... Right before you have your chocolate thunder, you get a, a blooming onion and a kangaroo uh-huh. steak. And kangaroo down under. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, will not, we will no way be serving food of this nature again, period. Mike Williams, superintendent was of the Potter Dick School. Was that a play on the word nature? I don't know. Po- Potter Dick's public schools wrote parents on in a later Wednesday. In a letter Wednesday, in your letter, <clears throat> <laughs> he says the head cook added kangaroo because it was a very lean meat. What's wrong with it? Why is everybody upset? Well, because we don't. I mean, eat. cows are cute. We they don't argue when they serve hamburgers. Well, if he put cat or dog in it, they get the same response. William said, I don't understand why, though. We don't have pet kangaroos. Kangaroos are just like, they're people. They just box. They're like dogs that box. William says he didn't think the kangaroo meat was unhealthy or dangerous, but it was, without a doubt, not a normal staple of our diet. Well, so what? Yeah. School officials do not believe kangaroo meat is unhealthy or dangerous because it meets USDA standards. I mean, you know, I think you have a certain expectation when your kid goes to school, they're going to get either something made of soybeans or uh, they're going to get... Now, soybeans can't hurt you. No, I'm saying they're going to get, you know, because you, you know, those soybean horrible burgers. soybean burgers. Oh, yeah. Or they're going to get something that's in the normal range of like chicken, pork, beef, that kind yeah. of thing. Or mystery meat. Kangaroo, maybe the mystery meat. We had mystery meat at our high school. How about those rectangular pizzas? Oh, yeah. I yeah, forgot about those. Yeah. <laughs> Soggy crust and yeah, all. Yeah, buddy. Home Intruder, you ready? You yeah, done? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Home Intruder made eggs, bathed, washed his clothes. Oh, he's a neat thief. An Alabama woman says a man broke into her house and made himself breakfast. But she said it like this: A man broke into my house, made him breakfast, took buy off, washed clothes. Just like Aaron talks. Yeah, Do we, we've had this happen recently. I think not us, but in a story, right? I don't know. An Alabama woman. Okay, says a man broke into her house. Blah blah blah. Aaron repeated all of it. Mary Royster. Came home Tuesday, found a strange man who wouldn't leave. Hey, my wife does that every day. <laughs> that is true. 
<laughs> he told her he was waiting for his clothes to dry. 31-year-old Tyler Love is now back at the Limestone County Jail, the big stony lonesome. Oh, yeah, the, the Great Bar Motel mm-hmm, over there. The, the big house. Yeah. And on a charge the of... slammer. Uh, on a charge of... The pokey. Bur- burglary. He had been released... Uh, just last week after serving time for another burglary. Well, he needed his clothes cleaned, man. Every drawer, Aaron. Every, every one of them? Every drawer like, in Royster's house had been searched through, and Love made himself scrambled eggs, Oh, took a bath, shaved and brushed his teeth, she said. Oh, whose toothbrush did he use? <laughs> I don't know. Royster said finding the man in her home was scary, but she he wasn't violent. And she can laugh about it now. Ha ha. Ha ha. Well, you know what they say, Craig. To find the pearl, you got to go through quite a lot of roisters. <clears throat> Headline is... Who, Japanese. Who agreed to let you have a microphone? Japanese man punches cab driver after he refuses to drive a friend who just pooped himself. Oh, my friend pooped himself. Let him in a cab. You got paper. No, I want to read. I'm bored. You got toilet paper right there. 71-year-old taxi driver's nose was assaulted in multiple ways. Yeah, it was. Being ready to stick up for someone else is uh, one of the surest signs of friendship. No one is perfect. Not even my friend Craig. Craig. And knowing that there's someone who is who will still be on your side even after you make an honest mistake. No, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> perhaps even an embarrassing one is the sort of bond that we should all be so lucky to have. Unfortunately, that loyalty turned violent in the uh, Hyago Perfector town of Mickey Kobe's, Kobe's neighborhood of Northwest. Last Saturday night, two elderly men who had been drinking in a neighborhood pub waved down a cab in order to get a ride home. However, when the two men piled into the car, the driver noticed the intense smell of feces. Surprise. As one of the men had soiled himself prior to entering the car. <laughs> the driver began to protest. I don't want that stinking man in my car. Not wanting to give a ride uh, to the pair while one of the would-be passengers uh, had uh, poo seeping into and possibly through his pants. Oh. However, this rejection sent the other would-be passenger, a 64-year-old construction company employee, into a rage. Though he, he himself hadn't lost control of his bowels, he began punching the 71-year-old driver in the face, striking him repeatedly and bloodying his nose. Yeah. The pair then made their escape by exiting the cab and scurrying into one of the streets. I bet he had to roll, around, the roll all the windows down. <laughs> However, the police were able to determine the identity of the attacker. <laughs> Craig, they, they used DNA. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just... They just followed the trail. <laughs> now they've placed him under arrest. They followed the smell. Yeah. <laughs> Investigators the have, smell of the trail. have not specified how they tracked the assailant down, but the Heido Perfectural Police have announced that the suspect has admitted to assaulting the taxi driver. Meanwhile, no charges have been brought against the man who pooped himself, whose actions are far less cause for shame than those of his violent drinking buddy. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, that's all I have to uh, say about that. Sorry for that. I should we should have a warning. Okay, this is this is the warning. When you hear that, be prepared. Okay. Okay, you ready for this one? Oh, I am. Are you ready? Man sues Tesco. That's a store for race discrimination after colleague farted in his face. <laughs> Fecal cloud. Atif Masood, forty-two, wants. 
uh, 20,000 pounds for the harass- uh, harassment and racial discrimination he allegedly suffered at uh, the branch in Thornton Heath, South London. He said the farting <laughs> amounted to bullying yes, and has not received an apology from the supermarket, which he claims failed to investigate the complaint adequately. Mr. Masood. Well, how are they going to investigate that? It's been two weeks, well, man. It, it, it dissipated before they got there and could prove anything. <laughs> I don't smell anything. Yeah, that, I think that's just the broccoli. <laughs> Mr. Masood, who has worked for the chain since 2006, said he was targeted because he is a Muslim. Well, yeah. What do you mean? What? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's probably right. What do you? You just sound like you agreed. <laughs> no, I don't agree with well, doing you, that to anybody. I said because he was a Muslim, and you went, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I said, "Well, yeah." That's, that's what that sounded it. like. What do you got something to talk about? No. <clears throat> Let's play that again. And see how you react this time, Mister Man, Mister Masood, who has worked for the chain since 2006, said he was targeted because he was a Muslim. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Tesco. No, they do get targeted. Uh, Tesco disputes the claim, even though they reviewed the uh, camera footage. Oh, I love that channel. CCTV? Yep, CCTV. And found sufficient evidence to support his allegation. After reviewing CCTV footage, uh, Mr. Masood said he received derogatory messages and was insulted with comments including Muslims are terrorists. Well, no, wait a minute. That's not true. That's not true. No, he was insulted yes. with comments including. You flip those words around, often it's true. Well, yeah. But well, no, it stands to be, it's still true, but you've also got other people that are also terrorists. Exactly. It doesn't say Muslims are the only terrorists. No, it does not. Well, there's a difference. That's right. So he said he was comments including Muslims well, so are terrorists. that is right. It Muslims is. are terrorists. Well, well, not all of them. Some of them are. Yeah. And, and so are honkies. You got some honkies that are yeah. terrorists. Yeah. I mean, let's call it what it is. If you're a terrorist, you're a terrorist. It just yeah. happens to be that this man's Muslim. We're not talking about honkies. No, not at the moment. Of course. <laughs> That's a horse of a different color. I still can't trigger you, <laughs> George. Anyway, so in this case, he, okay, he got, it doesn't okay, matter. Okay, okay. It doesn't matter. He got those comments that he was called a lot and, uh, and that he was called a liar according to the standard. I don't know what standard he's being judged against, but the standard called him a liar. The standard, you know. He said that he was a victim of unwanted conduct, which had the purpose or effect of violating his dignity or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, and or offensive situation. And in the act of breaking wind in the claimant's <laughs> face, a smelly environment for him because of his race. Legal papers stated, for the avoidance of any doubt, the respondents deny that they discriminated against, whether directly or indirectly, harassed or victimized the claimant because of or for a reason related to race, religion, or belief as alleged in the claim form or at all. A hearing will take place next year. Next year. Basically, this guy is setting the stage here. Anyone that does that near anybody. Right. Is is bullying somebody? Yes. That's not true, though. Welcome to the life of a guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, people. Okay, Craig, are you ready for a mystery? We've got a mystery, an unsolved mystery. Boom, boom, boom. Headline is: Piano found on Britain's highest mountain. A musical ain't no mountain high enough. A musical mystery today surrounded Britain's highest mountain after a piano was discovered near its summit. Volunteers clearing stones from the 4,418-foot peak were astonished when they discovered the musical instrument on Ben Nevis 
An appeal has now been launched to find out how and why the piano came to be within 200 meters of the top of this mountain. Excuse me? Yeah. Um, for a... Do you have a question? For, for, a, for a culture over in Europe that is so smug about their metric system. Right. And they hate the imperial system. Yes. Why are they referring to it as 4,418 feet? Well, that's because this was written here in the States. No. The very next sentence, 200 meters is mentioned. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Stick with one or the other. The piano was recovered at the weekend by 15 volunteers from the John Muir, Muir Trust. My wife's a big fan of John Muir's. The JMT. Yes. The uh, the conservation clearly. Used to be called the John Muir Trio, and then they went to the trust. They, yeah, I've uh, got some of their vinyl. Yeah. Uh, the conservation charity, which owns part of Ben Nevis. The squad was removing litter and stones called Karen's. You know, those that's where people Cairns. stack. Cairns. They're called Cairns. That's where people stack rocks. My wife has uh, Karen Chronicles. Yes, she, I wonder what that meant. Yeah, from the Summit Plateau. It's a mound they, of rough stones built as a memorial or a landmark, typically yeah. on a hilltop or a skyline. There's trails. Could be a prehistoric <laughs> burial mound made of stones. There's, there's, but I'm paraphrasing. I might not have that exactly <laughs> there right. There are some trails here in Middle Tennessee where we've left our own Karens. Anyway, our guys couldn't believe their eyes, said trust director. I go behind and kick them off. Michael Hawkins. Michael Hawkins. At first, they thought it was just a wooden casing, but then they saw that the whole cast iron frame complete with the strings. Now, this piano has been up there a long time, too, Craig. It's like rotting and stuff. So you can't say a helicopter took it up. There's some musical Sherpas somewhere that carried this piano up that mountain. And I'd like to have seen that happen. Please don't ever say Sherpas again. It's a Sherpa thing. Stop. You wouldn't understand. he added that a biscuit wrapper with the best before date of december 1986 was found under the piano how'd that happen given a clue as to when it was taken there we need you know who we need on this not why you know who we need on this mystery yes i do 4chan oh oh, yeah that'd be good we need 4chan on this who (laughs) are you gonna say i thought you were gonna say uh uh, do one of our old police officer bits no we need oh no wigglesworth would be able to bust this case wide open he he could but i think this is you know that's that's fantasy real life we need 4chan okay well, because Wigglesworth will go up there, he'd better some neckties to find out who left 4chan that will look at the wrapper, the creases in the wrapper, and tell you what store it came from and what year. Well, that's all I've got to say about that story, because we are running out of time quick. No, we're not. We talk all night. It's our podcast. <sighs> Whatever. Hey, yes. escaped cow causes chaos inside Arnold Clark Mazda showroom. What a headline. Come on down to Arnold Clark Mazda. We got a cow running around. We got swine fever. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cow. We're mad about this cow. We're anyway. making some crazy deals. Crazy deals. <clears throat> Reminds me you of ready? a joke. These two cows are in a field. One of them looks at the other one and says, hey, what do you think about this mad cow disease? And the other one says, what do I care? I'm a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. So. <clears throat> you you uh, catch Aaron on another podcast where he'll be... Using yes, all, thank you. Using up, your waitress. Using up all of his dad jokes. I'll, I'll be here all week. So... Here we go. Staff at Arnold Clark Mazda in Sterling were surprised by a cow invading the showroom on Monday. The animal had escaped from a livestock auction and caused around 1,500 pounds of damage. That's a lot of damage. He's probably about that heavy, too. Yeah. Uh, Before it was captured. He said, I don't want that car. It's got leather seats. What is wrong with you people? (laughs) Dad. Mom. He's like, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) Sales manager James Marin said, oh, I saw one of the guys running towards us shouting, cow, cow, cow. Next thing you know, the cow was in the showroom. And I said, you're not so skinny yourself there, mister. <laughs> Who are you calling a cow? <laughs> Next thing you know, the cow was in the showroom and it 
looked as calm as you like. But when the automatic door shut behind it, it began to panic. Uh-oh. And that's when we all ran for it. Into the, and ran forward. That's when country on him all of a sudden. Did you hear that? He didn't ran for it. We all that ran for it. That cow thought he was locked in. That's when we all ran for it into the office because there's no way of stopping it. It ran the whole length of the showroom and managed to smash out the window. It was bovine insanity. Marin's, uh, <laughs> and stay out of Arnold Clark Mazda. <laughs> Marin said to the auction house, uh, said the auction house, has said it will reimburse the dealership for the cost of the damage. She's a heifer. She's a heifer. <laughs> Bonafide. <laughs> you all right? I'm all right. Headline is, reward offered for a 50-pound nose stolen off the family's porch. You know, I can relate to this This is article. the epitome of weird news right here. Someone swiped a 50-pound nose no. off an Oregon family's porch. Don't you mean they wiped? And they hoped... And they hope a reward will entice someone to return the odd decoration. KPTV reports the nose was stolen from the Albert family in Portland. You know, Portland, Oregon, and Slow Gin Fizz. If that ain't love, Craig, I don't know what is. The siblings reported emptying... Uh, the, sim, the siblings reportedly emptied their piggy banks and put together their savings of $6.27 as a reward for information leading to its safe return. Well, that's kind of sweet, isn't it? They well, emptied their piggy banks. They emptied And they out. came up with $6.27 for somebody to bring back this huge nose. Why did they have this huge nose? They also posted flyers that read, Have you seen our beloved 50-pound nose? Maybe you accidentally picked it, thinking it was your own. <laughs> so they had a little sense of humor there. <clears throat> you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose off his front porch. No, that's true. That's a wise... I think... Uh, Confucius, Confucius said, that. Yeah. said that. Yeah. Kleenex to rebrand man-sized tissues after gender complaints. I don't even want to read this. This is going to make me mad. I don't even want to read this. We go from a 50-pound nose to man-sized Kleenex? That's fitting. I don't want to read this. I knew it was going to make you mad. That's why I put it in there. Kleenex will rebrand its man-sized tissues after consumers complained the name was sexist. Touching off a social media conversation about what's in a name. Let's stop right there and discuss this because scientifically, men are larger than women on average. Right. Scientifically. Right. So man size. Maybe not you, but. Man size, therefore, would be just a little bit larger than woman size. Well, and it clearly is a marketing thing to say, hey, guys, this is for you. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. 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 They've got man wipes. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> the company behind Kleenex, Kimberly Clark, uh, said, she went to school with us. By yeah, the way. I remember Kim. Yeah, said Thursday that the product, which is sold only in the UK, will now be called Kleenex Extra Large. Uh, packages for the tissues describe them as confidently strong and comfort comfortingly. I can't. Yeah, comfortingly. I can't say it. What is wrong with you? Comfortingly soft. Comfortingly soft. And I'm disappointed in the UK. I mean, I figured you know this would happen here. That's why clean. That's why you can't buy man size or whatever size Kleenex here. Well, Kimberly Clark told Britain's Daily Telegraph. They, they send out a message once a day over yeah, the line. it's a telegraph. It's a, that's all yeah. they have. Uh, that it in no way suggests that being both soft and strong was an exclusive masculine trait, nor do we believe that the man-sized branding suggests or endorses gender inequality. We are always grateful to customers who take the time to tell us how our products can be improved, and we 
carefully consider all suggestions, the company said in a statement. The tissues, which had been on shelves for 60 years, were launched at a time when large cotton handkerchiefs were still very popular, and the brand offered a unique disposable alternative. That sounds awesome. The company said uh, it remains one of their most popular products with over 3.4 million people buying the tissues every year. Kimberly Clark is not the first company to run into branding issues forced by uh, changing social views. Uh, None of them should be forced. I agree. Either buy it or don't. And and you mentioned earlier, you mentioned gender inequality. How is having a a, a, a napkin named man size, how is that gender inequality? It doesn't make sense. And I agree. Gender should be equal. But we're still different. Yeah. Men and women are different. If you're a man, you're different than a woman. It doesn't matter if you wake up and say, I feel like a woman. Yeah. You're different. You're different. Than it's a woman. biologically different. So we are equal. We should be equal. <clears throat> but we're not the same. That's all I got to say about that. I'm a robot. I woke up this morning feeling like a robot. <laughs> I am a robot. Hello, Aaron. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I want robot equality. I am a robot. Today, I feel like a goldfish. You look like a goldfish. So I'm going to stay in the bathtub all day, and nobody can say anything bad about it. I want you to come and sprinkle little bits of food in my mouth. So I want to read the rest of this in a robot voice. Okay. Among the more memorable causes of casualty... I cannot compute this. (laughs) (laughs) Among the more memorable casualties was stationary maker B-I-C. Bic. Well, they don't spell that way. They do. Which... Bic spells with a small I? Yes. Really? Yeah. It's supposed to be a, like a pin. Like your... The I... In your, their, their, your, your pin. Their I in the logo is like a pin, like a little Which pin. ran into disparaging comments when trying to market pink and purple pins for her. Amazon was flooded by reviews poking fun at the strategy. I'm coming off more like Emo Phillips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the notion that it was designed to fit comfortably in a woman's hand. You know, people get over yourself. Ah, swanee. Makes me angry is what it does. Let's get on. You're get a swami? Little funky tunage from Mark Patch. Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. All right, kind of breaking away from our uh, Halloween-themed October uh, because our next show is going to be all Halloween stuff. Here we go. Top right. 10 movie franchises with no bad movies. In other words, no bad sequels. Really? Okay, this ought to be interesting. I don't know. I think this is not accurate. Okay, well, we'll see. Number one. No, no, no. Start with number 10. I mean, I meant number 10. I meant number 10, but I said number, number one. Number 10. Number 10, I don't know. IP Man? I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. <clears throat> I don't know what IP Man is. I have seen an Asian movie, um, and it's supposed to be really good. Okay, well, apparently all, all, the, all, all the movies in that series are really good. Number nine. According to this list. Top ten movie franchises with no bad movies. Kung Fu Panda. I, see, I saw the first two, and I thought they were good. I don't know about I've the third. I've never seen one. I can't remember about the third I don't see kids' one. movies. Uh, number eight. The Dark Knight Trilogy. Oh, those are pretty those good. Those are good. Yeah. Number seven, Star Wars. Nope, there are some bad ones in there. there, there you know some, what? There are. There are some bad the ones first in there. Three, the first three that they came back after the original three. You're talking about episodes one, two, and three. One, two, and three. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed episode yeah, we don't one. Care. We don't care. Okay. I mean, we care, but we don't care. And number six, actually, I mean, we care, Aaron. And what I meant to say was <laughs> we need to get through this list is what I meant to say. Yeah, go ahead. So, number six, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, sure, there are bad movies in these series. There are movies that people don't like at all. 
I've never seen a bad Marvel Cinematic World movie. Oh, I've enjoyed every one of them. No, no joke. No, I've enjoyed most all of them. But there, well, if people don't like them, that's their fault. I mean, okay. Uh, perfect example: the Ang Lee version of the Hulk with uh, Eric Ban uh, Ban Banos, whatever his name is. Uh, not a liked movie at all. Not a liked movie. Number Aaron. five. People do not like the movie. Aaron, the Star Wars original trilogy. Nope, those are all great. Those are all great. And number four of the top ten movie franchises with no bad movies: Back to the Future. I enjoy all three of them. Not me. No, number three is just too. I far. like number too three. Much. I like number three better than two. All right, top ten movie franchises with no bad movies. Number three, well, Harry Potter. All, it's because they're all one movie. Harry Blatter. What? Harry Blatter. That was uh, uh, Amanda. Please had a little skit where she did a Harry Potter kickoff called a Harry Blatter. Harry Blatter. Yeah, yeah. That sounds disgusting. Well, I'm just telling you what it was. Number two, The Lord of the Rings. Ah. Well, that's when those kids were on that island and they had to make it alive. No. And the one kid got smashed with the rock. No. That was Lord of the Flies, oh, right. you weirdo. Yeah, that was much better than Lord of the Rings. No, actually, Lord of the Rings are good movies, but they're so long. You could spend literally like... They could cut out a lot of walking. Like, literally, there's an extended version that's like, what, 12 to 14 something hours like long? That. It's like two weeks long. Top 10 movie franchises. <laughs> two, two, two weeks long. With no bad movies. Number one. No, I disagree. Toy Story. Toy Story 3 was I thought was dreadful. Is that the, the college one? Toy Story 3 is the one where they almost die in a furnace. It got really dark. What is that, is that where it? Andy went to college? Um, is that the one? Yeah, it was where. Uh, that's where. Yeah, they're. It was basically Toy Story two. They just put different costumes on the characters and called it Toy Story three. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that one at all. I, I don't think I ever ever saw three. You didn't miss out. You one watch, and two well, were great. You don't watch kids movies. Why are you watching <laughs> them? Because my kids were kids when these were out. I had to go see them. This is why you're an old stuck up fogey. I don't know about that. All right, we're out of here. Hey, come back in a few days. You're going to get to hear the Halloween <laughs> edition. That was scary. That was my spooky laugh. Maybe you can do the... Please stop. Please stop. I'm doing my scary voice. It's not very scary. I'm doing my voice call off. It's my scary voice. Like a pig. Hey, by the way, I like your mask. I'm <laughs> <laughs>